Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by BJ Ferguson and Travis Hudson. I appreciate both of them joining me. If you're a fan of the Kelly Patrick Show, I ask that you please send some referrals the way of my sponsors. The title sponsor of the show is Louisville Combat Academy, located at 7908 Beulah Church Road, Louisville, Kentucky, 40228. They have a great MMA program, but also, even if you aren't planning on fighting in the cage, they have a great jiu-jitsu program for adults, female-friendly classes, and a great kids program also. Check out Louisville Combat Academy. Heidi Solars Coots. Heidi is a licensed clinical social worker and licensed clinical alcohol and drug counselor, specializing in treating anxiety, depression, trauma, and addiction with a mindful and holistic approach. Heidi is actually my mother, and I can attest she is a saint. Call her at 502-457-1823. Virtual and telephonic appointments are available anywhere in the United States. Veercast Digital Media. Veercast Digital Media at veercast.com. Matt McCarthy runs Veercast, and he is also the producer for The Kelly Patrick Show. They do video production, aerial drone photography, web design, and podcast production. Contact them at info at veercast.com to start your own video show or podcast. Also, my health insurance practice, Benefits Analysis Corporation. Based in Troy, Ohio, I work from my Louisville, Kentucky office. I can help anyone in the United States with their health insurance needs. I'm an independent broker for health insurance solutions for individuals, families, Medicare-eligible individuals, and also groups. I can also write life insurance, and long-term care. If you want to support the podcast, please send me some referrals. 502-386-0978. Welcome to the Kelly Patrick Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. In today's episode, I am joined by returning guest, BJ Ferguson. BJ, how are you? what's up? Doing pretty good. BJ, you are, I'd say, one of the more frequently recurring guests up there. I've been on here a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And we have a first-time guest, surprisingly, um, Travis Hudson. Appreciate you coming on. Sir, thank you for having me. Travis is a um, uh, interesting amateur begin beginning to an amateur career in my yeah. opinion, and yeah. that you've you've been uh, known as being good. Everybody knows that you're good in the gym for a long time, but for whatever reason, your first two fights you ended up losing them. Yes, sir. So you started your amateur career zero and two, but everybody who trained with you always knew you were fucking yeah, tough, they're, right? They're Even like, when you're losing, they're like that's the best zero and two guy I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but he had two. He had two tough fights. Yeah. You know, it's this is the name of the game. You know, it happens sometimes. But now, uh, as of today, what is it? February 27th, 26th, 2023, Travis is sitting at two and two. So you kind of at least got to 500 for your amateur career. Yep. And I think I found uh, my, my home in my weight class, definitely for sure. Going from 170 to 155. Okay. 155 is definitely your spot. Oh, yeah. You can... I can just feel the difference, you know, in the sizes of the people I fought at first. So you can definitely tell. BJ, you've been there, tra- corner Travis for all four of his first fights. Yeah, yeah. Well, he and he, like he was saying about his weight class, like when he was training hard, you know, like at the end of the camp, he'd be like one seventy two. Like, dude, you you don't gotta cut weight, like mm. you know, like size wise, one seventy just wasn't a good fit. It, yeah, now you know, like you think it is when you're like, you say you're like one buck eighty three. And then, like, by the time you get to the end of the fight game, like, a couple of the times he was, like, trying to eat. 
he was like, dude, I'm going to get a burger, and I'm trying to, like, you know, and I'm like, you need to go to 55. If you're getting to the end of the fight camp and you're having to eat more to try not to get below your weight, you know, underweight, by the time it's time to drop weight classes, you know what I mean? Makes sense. And that's a big gap, 55 to 70. You know, like, yeah, like 45 to 55. You know, 55 to 70, and then you got, you know, 70 to 85. They're pretty big gaps, especially if you fight a guy, let's say you fight a guy that's walking around at 190 pounds. Oh, let's yeah. Say, let's say, like, you know, conservatively, you know, if he's if he's at the end of, like, fight camp, he's buck 80. That's buck 85. A lot of people do that, even amateurs, you know. They'll mm-hmm. cut 10, 10, 12 pounds, you know. They'll cut 15 pounds. So then you come in there fight night, and this dude's done back up to 190. You know, I've done it myself. I've I've followed. What's the What's the craziest situation you've had as far as a weight cut goes? Oh, I've had some crazy ones. Where you've dropped how much weight and how much time? Well, it's hard to tell. Like back in the day, like it used to be like twelve or thirteen pounds. Okay, but I mean, for someone who would fight it, it but it used to be one forty five, one thirty five. But, but like then I started like doing like water load, and one time I had a fight, and it was at one forty. It was like a catch weight fight at one forty. And I'd already made 35 a few times. But I was like, damn, I was like two pounds heavier than I usually was. And then I like water loaded and I went in there. I went in the scale. It was like 24 hours. Because I would always like water load, water load. I'd be drinking like two gallons of water like Thursday nights. I had to weigh in Friday night. Like Thursday night, if I had to weigh in Friday night at 7, I'd give myself a 24-hour window to dehydrate. So if I was like Friday night, I went in there on Friday night at 7 and weighed 162 pounds. Mm. And weighed in at 140. <laughs> at 140 yeah damn so 22 pounds and 24 hours but that was a lot of water you know i was i just topped off the gallon you were maxing out how much water you could hold yeah. versus how much how little of water you could I have in your body because yeah. usually my thing was like whenever i would cut weight if it was like 12 if it's 10 pounds and i'm fucked around you know i fucked around and tried to come in like lighter don't think that was a good idea. One time I was like starving myself, you know, not eating as many calories as I should for training. And it was like a 45 fight, but it was a really good guy. He actually fought in the UFC, got in the UFC, but I was like, dude, I'm tired of cutting so much weight. I'm tired of cutting weight. Why would I cut weight? So I got, I would like diet down real quick and I got down like 52 where I could make like 46, like nothing, you know. Because you didn't want to cut. The week before. That was a mistake. Mm. I was weaker. You know, you I, just like last, I think you've mentioned that before. Yeah, so you like go in last, and be sparring with people, yeah. and you just felt like you didn't have the power. Oh, just, yeah. Okay. The last week. You, you probably have experienced that to a degree, probably, Travis. There was probably like a week. It was like a week out or maybe a week and a half, like my last sparring session. And I was like, people were hanging with me. They didn't. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm in trouble. And I tried to eat a little more, but I'd already done the damage you know through training not eating enough so you got to find that balance i would rather cut more weight and feel good hmm. then you mean cut more weight feel good up until a week before yeah. i mean w- w- have a rough yeah, cut yeah, yeah. But, but a week then, prior you're good at the end you know when i had it like down i would always be able to like make weight huh within about four weeks interesting three weeks because then i could like level out of that weight and get comfortable Okay. And be kind of regular where I go, okay, I know I got to cut. If I was 150, I'd make 35. That's kind of like my rule. If I was walking at 150, I'm going to make 35. And 135 is the lowest you ever fought. That's the lowest, yeah. That's what and I've had to weigh in 135.5. Or. 136.5? 135.0 one time. Oh, okay. You had to get. What state was that? That was Canada. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, so you like had to be title, right at 135. I, in my mind, I was like 135, 135 something. And then I got up there. I guess I didn't read my contract well. It was 135.0. Wow. And I was so close. It was like at the end, I was like, damn it. I mean, I got down there, and I was cutting up to the time that I had to stand on the scale. And then I stood on the scale, and it was like 35.2.0.2.0. Do you know how the little... You made it. Yeah, and then it went to zero, and they was like, good. And I was like, fuck. I mean, I know I would have made it because I was about to take my underwear off because it was like teetering on 02.02. Have you ever you had to get completely naked in front of some people for a weigh-in? No, but I would have. You were ready to at that moment. Yeah, in yeah, I could not, I could not cut any more weight. I was like, "Fuck it!" I would have been if I would have weighed in over right there. I would have been like, "Fuck it, take my money. I don't care." All the way up in Canada, put me on a fucking plane back home. You Damn, know, I, don't that would suck. I don't give a shit. You yeah. know, at that point, because I was about to die. Mind saying about how much you think you made on that that fight, anyways, off the top of your head? Mm, it wasn't all that much. What's that mean? Uh, I never got good like good sponsors back in the day too. Like people kill me with the sponsors now. Do they? Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people get good money for sponsors. Really? You get like 5000 Some people do, yeah. I mean, like, you know, three, four. I never got nothing like that. Okay. People would be stingy. <laughs> I'd be like, damn. But, I mean, I didn't hustle like I should, maybe. Because I'd be like, fuck it. If you don't want to give me your money, I don't want your money, you know. But I think I made like, it was a, better than usual. It was like, it, it would have been like three grand if I won. Three grand. I lost, I lost. No, I lost in the fifth round stoppage. So that means you only made how much? I think I made like half that, like fifteen hundred bucks. Okay, but they got me because they paid me in Canadian money. Mm. Then I had to trans. They gave me a check, but it was or no, they paid me cash, but it was Canada. Or maybe they paid me in a check and I cashed it there. Something fucked you up. Because I was like, I'm gonna go to this bank and cash it here, because mm. I don't know how long what's that's gonna be like for my bank, you know. And then when I turned, I lost, I lost like 200 bucks or something in the currency thing. Exchange, I was like, damn. fuck, you know, like I, I would have, I didn't know that. I thought I was getting paid in USD. Damn. Now, Travis, being this is the first time I've had you on the show, uh, could you do at least a brief introduction of who's Travis Hudson? Where'd you grow up at? What sports did you play growing up at? I know you served in the, the military. What's Travis Hudson's backstory? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm 28. Um, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. Grew up here. I went to Mill High School. I played all sports growing up, like everything, football, basketball, baseball, soccer. Uh, I probably wasn't like a standout athlete. What sport were you best at? I'd probably say soccer. Okay. You are on the varsity soccer team at Mel? Uh, Yeah, but then I'd, I'd quit and just wanted to play football because all my friends and stuff. Like okay. That. What position were you for football? Uh, Outside safety. Okay. And were you pretty good? Yeah, I was decent. I wasn't like I said. You played varsity though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was okay. Could have maybe played a small college? Maybe size size wasn't there for me. I didn't really get too big until I was in the Marine Corps. So you were all right. You contributed on a varsity team yeah, yeah. for male. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bob Redman? Uh, that was my freshman year. Okay. We state. We got blown out by Trinity. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Who took over after Bob Redman? Coach Wolf. That's who's there right now. Okay. Very cool. Okay. So then you, you joined the military. What did you do so in the military? Marine for how long? Um, Marine Corps for how long? Uh, four years. Okay. Yeah, and it was pretty cool, you know. You meet good people, and that's probably the best thing about it is meeting the people. The other bullshit sucks, though. You know Some I mean? crazy hazing stuff. I watched uh, a Full Metal Jacket just the other day. Is yeah. that kind of real, you think? I know I that mean, was Vietnam era. It's different. But. I mean, to a, to a point, you get hazed, but it's not like a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Nobody's killing nobody. Yeah, that, that, to that movie, degree. That murder, that was pretty I guess strange. some people can get it worse, though. Yeah. It's like school. 
I'd say it's like high school. Like if you're a victim, they'll probably fucking. Jump it kind of yeah. yeah. Usually, yeah. if you're a, if you fucking suck and you're a turd, like you're gonna get picked on, like because they they do the corporal punishment. Like you got one shithead, you're all shitheads. Like okay, oh, fuck. yeah. So yeah, nobody wants long this. hours. Go go to the field a lot. Travel. You a combat veteran? No. Fortunately, we're yeah. good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Four years in the Marine Corps. Okay, so you're you're that top brought you to about twenty two. Yes, sir. How long ago did you decide to uh, pursue it? I mean, let's be real. You're looking at not far off from at some point, you know, pursuing a pro career in MMA, right? Yeah, we're trying to get after. We're trying to get active. Twenty twenty three. We're gonna push and get get it going. So, so you get out of the Marine Corps at age what twenty twenty. Uh, 22 or 23 yep. at what point did you decide you wanted to pursue at least a he- very healthy hobby uh, but minimally a healthy hobby maximally it looks like pursuing a pro career at some point yeah. at what age did that happen i started training at 25 okay after uh justin higdon and uh casey woods um fight fight and then uh who josh fight eric eric Bo. oh that's so, when you started how did two weeks how did that, that bring it about tell us about uh, that i was there i, I don't know I that was just, february 2020 i think I think yeah, that was the was. card that Nathan Maness knocked out Van Camp. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and, and uh, Josh had that fight where he had those big tan lines with his socks, but he beat the shit out of that bow guy. Yeah, he did have them tan lines. Wasn't that funny? Josh had looked good in that fight. Yeah, he's good, man. And then he just kind of done. So how did that yeah. come about? Why did that prompt uh, you to start, tra- start, I mean, start training? Did you know Justin somehow? What do you mean? No, uh, I just remember uh, them like being the fight, like showing up at the gym, and they were like, they got to fight this uh this week so it's like the next two weeks after that i kind of started training but uh i don't i've been watching it since i was like a kid and then we do it a little bit in the marine corps okay and everything like that so uh i don't know i just said fuck it i'm gonna do it and went in there and did it and here i am right now uh bj seems to have resonated with for whatever reason always being your guy as far as coaching goes why is that i don't i don't put you on the spot here i just uh i don't know i've Look at B like my older brother, like, like, like a father figure. Even you know, just a good dude. And uh, there's like people like in the military. Like I didn't really have a father growing up and stuff. So oh, there's shit. like, okay. you know, you just connect and and get like certain guidance from people. And B was just one of those guys that I just sat there and was like, "Yep, this is it right here." Is that fulfilling for you, BJ? Yeah, sure. I want people to succeed, and it's enjoyable to help people. Yeah, I just like helping people. Somebody you get to go in and train with. We, you know, we yeah. got to train tonight. You get to camaraderie, shit like that's pretty cool. Then helping better. them out. I just want to see them get better and do what they want to do. And you know, like I, I you know, I try to teach people and like just share the knowledge, and they can share their knowledge. And it's like a lineage thing, you know. You build the next guy, and then you build the next guy, and then Travis one day will probably be building guys too, and he can be like, "Oh, that was my coach," you know, like okay. Does that sound about right, Travis? One day you see yourself being into coaching? Yeah, I, I think this will be for L- me for lifestyle. Yeah, I love it. It's not a bad lifestyle, really. I, th- I want to be like that in like 20 years. You know, try to still be in there. I don't know how much I actually do anything. But be in there and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's, I'm like the coach's coach. Yeah. <laughs> be like that. Yeah. Your coach, I was his coach. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you know, kind of already am. You know, a lot of coaches, Yeah, like I've taught them, you know. I'm a, I like doing it and I just don't care like about the fucking money or any of that, you know, really. 
Just the healthy lifestyle. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the fame. I just want to see. What, what's appealing about it to you? Just helping people get good. Why, why is that appealing? I don't know. Okay. I don't really know. Well, I mean, really drilling, there's a lot drill- of bullshit. Like when I was coming up, I felt like there was a lot of bullshit with like money and, you know. So when you came up in the MMA game, you were thinking it was about money? Is that what you mean? Or it seemed like it was? Like from a coach's perspective. Oh, okay. Like or like, yo, I own I'll you. get a cut out of your purse. I own you. And then, you know, like people getting mad and crazy like that shit. And then, you know, kind of like I thought it kind of fucked up the Bushido. You know what I mean? I was like, this is kind of unpure here. So I really don't like that shit. I'm not really into the money about it. You know, I understand, I understand it from a businessman's standpoint. Like, I've got to have students. They've got to be paying. For example, AJ running the gym, getting people sure, to pay. It's I fucking understand. super necessary for everything it's to be working. Happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's got to be part We don't of, just magically have a, a free YMCA to go do all It's got to be part of the program. But then, like, in in another sense, for me, it's like, and people's like, well, you have your own gym. Why don't you own a gym? It's like, I don't really like that shit. I'm not really into that shit. I got a job that I like. You know, that's how I, that's how I plan on making money. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do this shit with just love, you know, and just, <laughs> I don't care, you know, for me. It's, it's it's a freeing. And it's a family thing for you, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my brothers, you know, we all come up. Come not up just in. not just your brothers. Tonight, uh, Lane, I didn't, Trey didn't end up coming up. But Lane was there. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be getting after it. They'll probably have to. You mean they'll have to be getting into some more jujitsu and some striking and all that? Yeah, they got to do it a little bit. I think it, I would make my kid do it anyway. At least know? some. Yeah, you just want to be able to defend yourself. It gives you a sense of, uh, what do you call it, like safety for me. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a man, you can grapple real good and you can fight real good, shit. You got some confidence at least. Hell yeah, yeah. You Doesn't mean that. life's going to be easy. But you at least got it's a better lifestyle too, you know. I'm not saying I'm like a fitness nut, but it's a better lifestyle. You know, what else could you be doing? You're like, you know, if you got the free time. You can defend yourself always, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that too, and you're like creating a healthy environment. Like men should be out doing shit like this. Kind of like that's probably more coherent with nature. Like you think you know, back in the day we wasn't fucking around seeing who could throw the fucking rock the farthest or fucking who can run faster than this play? You know, that was probably all about that, like, competitiveness. Primal instinct. And you get to, like, do that. You do, like, compare yourself to other grown men. Like, we're in here, okay, ooh, yeah, I'm taking you down. You know what I mean? It's probably healthy. I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm not like Liver King or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But you, I mean, you he, say he you're not like sense. Liver King? I'm not the Liver King, but I, I think that's uh, you kind of missing. It kind of forces you to be a bit of an alpha. And yeah, also de- to deal with maybe you you're the one getting taken down. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're like, a, and you don't bitch out. You're like, I would, should try to get better at that. that oh, and everybody's got to face that. That's why most people don't make it mm. to to be any good. And that's jujitsu, MMA, kickboxing, whatever. Because you know you, the humility of like I'm not good. You know what I'm saying? You can you got to believe in yourself a little bit, but most people suck naturally. They naturally suck, especially when you're going against, like, people be like, man, I don't know what I can fight. And I'm like, can you, you can fight, maybe, but can you fight against people that train fucking five, six days a week to fight? No, you can't. Levels. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, there's some dork. There really is levels with it. There's a little dork in here that's going to throw you up into a ball, make you feel silly. You Someone know like I mean? Nikki. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying he's a dork, but like if you walked in, he's skinny, right? He doesn't weigh that much, does he? No, like you would think you beat him up. That's what I mean. He's a good example because how much does Nicky weigh? I don't know. 135? Something yeah, like that, realistically. 40. He used to be kind of really small. Okay. He used to be a lot smaller. But even now, he looks like a computer nerd or something, and maybe he kind of yeah, is. Yeah. I don't know. Bit, yeah, yeah but bit, but yeah. he'll fuck somebody up. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. A lot of dorks. I've seen a lot of that. I, I, they used to be like that. Not a dork, but like you. When Isaiah was like 15 or 16. He looked a little chubby. He was a little pudgy dude. Had like a... I saw the picture he, he looked, up by the front door. Yeah, he looked like he's like he looked like he was like eleven. And just like a little pudgy dude, and then I'd be like I, I would like sick him on people. It was the funniest shit ever. I'd be like, roll with that guy. Like we'd start him. and he'd just tear him up and I'm like, see this shit works, dude. When he was how old? Fifteen? Yeah, yeah, young, you know, yeah. And then when he got like sixteen or seventeen, I was like, Oh shit. Then he started fucking giving me a hard time, and then he started bowling my ass. So I mean I guess that's the evolution. Travis, you got a daughter? Yes, sir. Two-year-old. Well, she'll be two in uh, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Getting getting the terrible twos Man. in right now, so she's got, like, attitude. It's pretty cool, though. When the time comes, uh, would that be something you'd be interested in, is at least having her hang out at the gym, learn a little bit of I've, striking? I've brought her up there, and, like, she's, like, she gets all crazy and is, like, fascinated by, okay. by everything. So, I don't know. I might have a little little athlete on my hands. Yeah. So, we'll see but, what's up. Your daughter, BJ. Oh, they want to get into it. Do oh, they? My, my older daughter? Yeah, any yeah, of them. She's not really. My my younger daughters are a little bit, they're wilder. They they like the karate and stuff. They did it at the Y, but they're they're more into martial arts. Evie's kind of like, she's just into dance. She's like, I do dance. You know, I'm like, okay. It's a little different for females. Not as likely that it will well, catch on for a female. And I'll let them do what they love. I wish she would come in there and train just to be better suited to defend herself but she stays in good shape you know it'd be a different story if she didn't do nothing if she was just sitting around not doing nothing i would probably force her more but she dances like three or four days a week you know and goes hard yeah that's fair i'm like okay i'm not gonna force you now when she starts dating what if she's like i'm dating some guy and he's like a nice guy no desire to train thoughts i don't know i'll probably have to bring him in and be like all right I'm gonna show you what's up. Give you a little taste. Like, <laughs> Whoop his ass. Yeah, yeah. He's got to come in and like just do like a little, like you meet your dad. Like you got to come in the gym and meet me. Spark. Like, yeah, yeah. Get some rose in, you know, and just be like, all right. Now just, you know. just so you know. Just so you know. If we fought, this is what you. would yeah, happen. Don't get confused. If you need a reminder, let me know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's tricky, man. That's good. that's coming up. Well, she's 12, so. I, don't, I mean, I don't, you never know. Like, 16, 17, that's not that far away. Oh, no. Time flies, too. I know. So, you were training at the gym, Travis, and it sounds like Justin Higdon was preparing for his fight with Casey Woods. Yeah. So, I you start, are. I started after their fight. Oh, okay. After so, uh, once again, so what, how did that bring it exactly about then? Uh, it's just right you by training. my, yeah, right by my house. Uh, at the time. And okay. my buddy, uh, Trey, we were living together and we were like, dude. Trey who? Uh, Trey Clark. We were like, let's. The guy who's been in there. Yeah, he's, no. he used to train. Not tonight. Yeah, yeah. You but I, I remember yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And we he's were like, pretty tough too. Yeah, no, he was tough. And we were just. We'd spar hard. He was fascinated, you know what I mean, watching it. I've been watching it. Like the first fight I ever watched was uh, Kung Lee and of shamrock okay i remember that so you've been I, into it for a while yeah just watching it and then i you know i just played high school sports so i didn't really go commit and like go box or do none of that and then the ring court they had us 
do a little shit. And then when I got out, I was like, you know what? I'm a fucking, I'm a go do it. Why not? So you guys got went to the Paracase Springs Convention Center. I think that was February 2020. You went, watched the event. No, the first event I've ever been to was my own. I fucking. Oh, so you watched that on pay-per-view? No, I didn't. I just signed up after it. Like I, when I came in, I was like inquiring about like information and everything. They were like, yeah, this is the fight week. Da, 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 da. Okay. And we started watching videos. Oh, okay. So you saw Justin Higdon against Casey Woods. That's yeah, funny. Because yeah. Casey Woods is viewed kind of as like someone who like, yeah, I don't think he'd really train much. No offense to him if he's listening, right? Yeah, no. And Justin Higdon would like say it. that too. What? He doesn't look like it. That's what I mean. No offense to him. He would throw. He was throwing punches. Oh, he, he didn't th- bitch yeah, out. Yeah, he, he didn't he, bitch he, out, but he didn't look like he had like any technique. Yeah, yeah. So it was an interesting fight today. I just find it intriguing that that's what prompted you to get going. Well, it didn't prompt me. I just, I'm like. You can remember the timeline. I just remember yeah. the timeline when I started and like was like, you know what? I am going to do it. And then I was like watching BJ and Isaiah and Josh's shit and like. On YouTube. Up. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they're ultimate fighter. Like, okay. Like, these guys are, this I, is what's up. Here. AJ said that a couple of times on the episode the other day. I don't know if you all heard that, but he said, just us having the Fergusons there gets so many people to walk in the doors. Yeah. And I watched Sounds the like fights. that helped. I was like, oh yeah, they're badass. Let's, let's go get it. Like. Just start listening to him. Whatever they tell me to do, I'll do it. So, that's so what's up. Shout out to AJ, too, because in, in the beginning, I like, I didn't have, like, have gear and stuff, so I didn't, like, stand up right away. I, I was doing, like, jiu-jitsu for, like, a month or two before I started standing up. And then I started standing up a little bit, and they're like, hey, you're you're not bad. Yeah, you're pretty, you seem to be pretty good from the beginning. And then uh, the COVID bullshit happened. And then the gym shut down for like three months. But then as soon as I opened right back up, I was like, I was in there every day. I was yeah. all day, every day. I was like, okay, this is what's up. This is what I'm going to do. BJ, am I, am I exaggerating when I say Travis is an example of someone who's just kind of, even before training much, kind of naturally pretty good? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty good. I know there's different degrees of that, but I mean. Travis is like a hard worker. Okay. And like a, what, do you, what would you call it, like self-motivated? type of dude like you go in there like getting ready to spar and he'll be in there like doing cardio okay you're like okay this that is doesn't good. hurt you know, yeah you know what i mean like i like it like that i like guys that are like that because i you know I, i'm a busy man like as a coach i don't have time to like make sure you're doing your fucking cardio mm. you know what i mean you can train uh, with someone a few days a week yeah they better be doing work more I'm than that to, i'm here to teach you how to fucking fight i'm mm-hmm. not here to fucking get make you sure you're up. in shape yeah that's bullshit uh, that's a strength and conditioning coach job if you need a fucking strength and conditioning coach go get one but uh and i can't do that you know i never had that i always did my own cardio and i knew i was in shape you know my coaches were my coaches taught me how to fight my coaches didn't have me out running sprints i was out running sprints on my own you know what i mean it really irks me Honestly, when guys are, like, out of shape and shit, and I'm like, fucking get in shape, dude. You know, you know what you got when you're in here sparring with us and you're you're gassing out. I know I know who's in shape and who ain't, you know? Plus, I was kind of fat when I first started, too. How like, big were you? What's 215. Oh, shit. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah. But I I had focused on just weightlifting. I was, like, just eating. You weren't as worried about your yeah, weight. Like, you are just like, see strong, how fucking strong I can get. Strong as I can be. And then uh, I found out that's not the way for fighting. So, But you're still strong, even though you're lower. I mean, yeah. pound for pound type thing. Strong guy. Yeah. You got to learn how to use your strength, though, in like jiu-jitsu and MMA. Because like, people can be strong as fuck, and they're just trying to be strong for the whole time, and then they're just... I use Lance as an example. I don't, I don't know how much like he squats or benches. I don't know. Doesn't matter. He's strong as fuck when you roll with him. Yeah, yeah. That's how Isaiah is, too. Isaiah's kind of more, 
he's kind of got better as far as lifting's concerned. Like when you go put it, like damn, you can move some weight. Yeah, I've seen. But him. I remember back in the day, he wasn't. He, you know, probably when he was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. You know, he 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 couldn't outlift me, but he felt fucking strong as hell. You know what I mean? I'd be I'd be I'd be bench pressing more, lifting more weight. You know, I don't think I can anymore. But uh, he'd be he'd be fucking like a bear. You're like, damn, you're like the strongest pound for pound. That's how Josh was too. Josh, I remember Josh weighing at fucking. Josh is a freak, but I remember him weighing in at like 130 pounds, like walking around and just being fucking way stronger than me. I'm just like, how this don't even make fucking sense, you know? I was like, these 25ers are. He was fighting 25 at the time, and just I couldn't do nothing with him. He's just. Felt twice as strong as me. I'm like, damn, dude, you're fucking ridiculous. But he's fucking a freak, you know. He's athletic. I'm he's still not that old. He could still come back and fight more. Yeah, he could fight more if he wanted to. He could probably take a a, a, a fight a couple months out, get into a little camp. He probably yeah. Beat some good, okay yeah. pros. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But if he were to really like go all in, I mean, yeah, he's he's pretty good if he wanted it. But I mean, it's a hard life. I mean, I get it. It's a fucking hard lifestyle. And for very few, is it that lucrative, right? No, it's not. Even now. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be in the UFC or fucking one or mm-hmm. or Bellator to, to even be making a fucking living. I mean, you can make, let's see if you're, let's see if you get like good sponsorships and you're like an amateur. I mean, let's see. Like, I mean, what do you, you can make like five, six thousand, I'd say. If you can find the right people, like in a fight. If you're amateur? Or no, pro, like pro. a low-level pro. Yeah, beginning of your pro career. Yeah. If you're really marketing yourself well. Even if well. you're good, you know, like, that's, that seems like a good little hit to me. But. How often do you get to do that? You're spending three months. Yeah. And you're making five grand. you giving your coaches a cut? So I'm saying, if you are, I mean, then you're, like, taking all this time to train. I mean, you're not making a living even if you're, you're doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, and even in the UFC, like, you stay start you out, what? Was it 12 and 12? Man, it said something or like that. Or 15 or 15? I think 12. 12, 12, something like that. I think he got a fight of the night bonus like the yeah, second time. Yeah, yeah, but like let's say you like fight one and you win. 24000 Mm-hmm. And they take half of that in taxes. Yeah, they're taking that money. Either. And if you, you don't know, pay like, it, then they'll get it later, and that'll yeah, fuck yeah, you up a yeah, year down yeah. the road. And then let's say you lose the next one. Then you're sitting there, and you made like 24000 How many times you fight a year? Like most guys in UFC fight like, what, three times a year? Four times maybe? Max. You know, if they're if they're doing it right. You know, if you're on that lower end and you're losing, too, then, you know, what do you do? You give up a lot, too. It's fucking jaded. Really, if you want to make some money in combat sports, the way to go is boxing. Probably, but I, the, I don't know. The low-level boxers don't make shit, either. They don't. That's true. Because I, I had a boxing thing where, like back in the day, and I was like, what are y'all paying these motherfuckers? Because I'll get in here and box. You know that guy that you... Oh. It was like $100 a round or something. And I was like, you're, and you're fighting a four-round fight, and you're saying you're giving me $100 a round that I make it? So if I make it four rounds and lose the decision, I get $400? I think I think it'll start changing, though, in MMA, because it's just getting, it's growing so much, you know what I mean? People. I think it's still going to be that wall, though. There's always going to be that wall, and it's there for boxers, too. Don't let There is, but, but you fought, uh, what's his name, Hoskins? Charlie Stanford? Yeah, I fought, I fought him. Well, he get, somehow got on a Deontay Wilder undercard pro boxing. Where he fought, uh, and I think he made like fifteen thousand. 
He I'm not that, saying that it's like a cake, that, but you can get onto some cards. If you get yeah, an okay yeah. record and then somehow jump onto something like that, you can get paid yeah, like substantially more. They kind of set him up. He, they did. I, th- I think Holy he fought somebody's son. Van Holyfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holyfield's yeah. son. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't make it out. Well, still, he got paid. He's a beast, though. Stanford, he's a pretty pretty you, good. You know better than me, yeah. You fought him. Yeah, he's pretty good. Well, he didn't make it very long with me. What was the finish of that fight again? Like a minute or so. What was the end? TKO. TKO, okay. I caught him with a good right, but he's good. Yeah, everybody. I mean, I kind of got lucky. I agree, he's I'm good. Not gonna, I'm not going to front. I got lucky. I mean, I meant to hit him, but I hurt him real bad. Then just, just hammered down and stopped him. We watched the Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury fight tonight. Yeah, well, I didn't, well, we sparked. didn't get to watch all of it. We didn't really get to watch every second of it. I, I, the announcers were acting like Jake Paul was losing the fight, mm-hmm. but he did get the, the the knockdown in the eighth. But I didn't see it. If you watch it again, it almost looked like a slip. I think that what you're saying they would have counted as a slip. Like I think in, in the most U.S. Boxing, in most boxing matches that I've seen, you know what I mean? Because it was kind of like off balance. I don't know. I, I think the rule is if they connect with a punch and you fall. You know, but he what he did was slip. He threw a little bit and got off balance and got hit at the same time. I don't think it was he was hurt that made him fall. Okay, but I think with the rules of boxing, I think it's like if they punch you and you fall down, that's it. They can knock down. And I think it's like referee's discretion a lot of times too. You know what I'm saying? Like they. Well, that's just one point over the course of the round. You could still tie, come out of that round even. Yeah. If Tommy Fury decision. won that seventh round, seventh round, then it could have ended up as a nine nine round. I think. Does that make sense? So he would have won 10-9, but he got a point deducted, so it's 9-9, nine, nine, so it was even. That round was even. I think so. Is that how they do it, or is it automatically a 10-8 unless you get a dro- unless you drop them? No, it's 10-9. Ten, nine, nine. Yeah, 10-9, unless you drop them. Yeah. Yeah. And if you won the round, it would be 10-8 with a knockdown. If you had two knockdowns and you won the round, it would be 10-7. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the 10-point must system. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what it is. You deduct a point if you get dropped. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, or if there's a point deduction for a nut shot or something. Yeah, it was a split decision. That's what it I was heard. a split decision. One of the judges thought Jake Paul won. I figured Jake Paul was going to win just because the. I thought if it went to the judges' scorecards, it would have been hype. a Jake Paul win. Yeah, hype. yeah, and his promotion and you know money. A lot of times, money, whatever's the most lucrative, it coincidentally ends Here's up what's working. Weird out. about fights too. Like it depends who's like cheering. I think for the judges. I've judged before. Have you judged? No, I never. Well, yeah, I have, but it was like some bullshit, like little crazy show, and there weren't a lot of people or nothing. But you judged him. Yeah, but I've. Were seen you Were fights. you swayed by the reaction of the crowd or anything? I don't. I don't think so. But I can see where there wasn't much would, of a crowd. I can see where people would be because I watched two guys fight one time, and like it was. I thought the one guy won if you watched the fights, but the other guy had like a lot of fans. Okay, so anytime he like landed anything, whoa. The, the crowd went wild, and I think that the energy kind of can sway the judges because no. I'm like, then this guy lands a shot and it's hush. The other guy lands a shot. Wah. There's something to that. With the yeah. Joe Rogan experience, the most recent fight companion, did anyone hear that? It was about the Volkanovsky fight. Yeah. They were watching it. Did you all watch that fight? Yeah, I, I watched it, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not watch it live, but I ended up watching it. But anyways, they were all saying that it looked like he got robbed. Okay. They were saying that. Then they checked online and they were like, no one's saying it's a robbery. And they were all like, were we just swayed by the commentators? So, like, but the it's judges, like there's a disconnect depending on the conversations you're having, what the, the people around you are saying. I don't think the judges listen to the commentaries, what I've heard. 
Okay. No, that, I never did, but I was very low level. Shows. Like in the UFC, I don't think I think they got a screen. Uh huh. They can just I, watch it. I don't it. think I think they can just watch it. You're supposed to okay. just watch it. But with that fight too, I think it was not a robbery, but I could have seen it, was it going close. either way. You know what I mean? Like would, the one round, I think it was like three to two, but it could have been three to two. The what do you way. think of that one, Travis? Uh, yeah, either way, don't leave it to the judges. It was that one round. I think it was the third, or was it the second? That was really tight, and like, what's his name? Islam. He got like a takedown in it. You know, takedown surprisingly. Big. He had like eight minutes of control. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's big yeah. for it. Like each judge probably has their own like discipline that they favor. So if you got two people that want wrestling. that's assuming any of them have any type of a martial yeah. arts background though. Yeah. So a lot of uh, MMA judges even now don't like nothing. Not even like a judo, a little bit of judo or anything. Oh yeah, I've known. I'm, some. Su- I'm sure they have like a preference though. They're like, oh, I like the grappling. Yeah, oh, no, that's like probably true. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, probably I've true. known guys that were like pretty. I know a guy that like judges a lot, and he doesn't know dick. Never so pretended to. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But also, some judges say stuff like, "Oh, he got a point down. I'll give him a little little point for, a takedown. I'll give him a little point for that." And well, then yeah, others are like, close. "Well, I mean, did it did it do any damage? Yeah, did well, that takedown do anything, or I did he hop it, right back up?" I think if it's a tight round though, and one guy gets a takedown, like Isaiah against Manus, I thought that was exactly what happened. It was a tight that last round. Manus won the first. They won the second. You no, know, I was cage side for that one. The third round. If you round, listen to the commentary, I was on there a the little bit. The third round, I thought Jose was winning the third round. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. And then he got took down with like 15 seconds to go, and I was like, holy fuck. You know, just out of – I mean, but Manus is a very smart fighter. That's one thing about him. You're right, yeah. You know, and people he, – he doesn't really get the credit for that that he deserves. Very – you can watch a lot of his fights, and he, he'll fucking still around. He's a smart fighter. Most good fighters are like GSP, Demetrius Johnson. They're fucking smart fighters. They're 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 in there to win rounds. They know they know the name of the game. They're not just in there fighting you. Yeah. I said don't leave it to the judges, but sometimes that shit's gonna happen. You're gonna have to do like what B said. You're gonna have to play the game. Pull it out the fire. Yeah, play the game. And that's the biggest. That's the biggest lesson I've been learning about is learning the game. Especially when it's like you get to the higher levels, where like you know, like we talked about UFC. And they're like, oh, man, this guy's just out there. You know, like, Demetrius Johnson got a lot of flack for the way he fought. Because it'd be boring. It'd be boring. GSP the same way. But I'm like, you're the champ. You're the champ. Like, the way the UFC, from what I've seen, you know, I'm not a fucking, I don't know what none of their deals are really. But from what I'm seeing, like, they got it structured where it's like, if you're the champ, then most of likely you're getting pay-per-view headlines. Then you're getting a cut of the pay-per-view. Now, what are you getting, like, a dollar a buy? So if you're like mid, you know, if you're a Leon Edwards, like you get five hundred thousand buys or something, that's five hundred thousand dollars on top of what you're gonna make. And most most champs were getting like what, like two fifty, two fifty, you know, three hundred, three hundred, like a little champ deal. So you're talking like this dude could lose his fight, the next fight he'd be fighting for two hundred thousand dollars, okay, if he loses, no pay per view. You're not the champ anymore. You're not the main event on the card. You might be on the co-main. I don't know what they do with that as far as how they structure the deal with the points. So you're potentially making a million dollars for the next fight or you're making $200,000 if you lose. Sounds good to me. That's what I'm saying, but, like, that's a big difference. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, pull it off, you know, and get, get that win. Don't worry about it. And a lot of guys, even in the UFC, are really not – a lot of guys ain't learning that. Like, who's that one guy? 
He 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 said he's gonna try, but I don't know. Jaquan Buckley or whatever. Yeah, Joaquin. Yeah. yeah. Joaquin Buckley. Yeah, yeah. He fucking He's dropping weight class. He's, he's dropping yeah, he needs to, but like he he gets he was out there like fucking just going wild. Yeah. And he was winning. And then some he'd get he'd lose. You know, he'd get knocked out or something, you know. And it's like I seen that where he was on Joe Rogan and he was like, Oh, I've got to start thinking. You know, and try to get because he's an athlete too. He's explosive. Yeah, I gotta win. I gotta win. You know, by by any means necessary. Instead of out there trying to put on a show for these fans, you know, you gotta win still. It's pretty cool. He went on Facetime, uh, like Face, uh, not Facebook, uh, Instagram Live, and Mm -hmm. I like clicked join requests, and motherfucker accepted it. We're chilling, bullshitting, talking for like. Oh, I remember you told me that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's cool, dude. Yeah, the scoring is interesting. I've been doing some training. Because I do the refing for a jujitsu tournament, this will oh, be my yeah. third year in a row doing it. It's interesting, just to be the ref. Yeah. But you see someone who's a real good wrestler come in, and they don't know the jujitsu rules as well. Maybe they do whatever they want, but they're not aware of the rules. Yeah. You know, and maybe they don't win. You know, knowing the exact rules of exactly what it is you're competing in. Yeah. I know that sounds obvious. Did y'all do like the advantages? Yeah, or like if somebody goes for a submission, that's going to give you an advantage. But that can be a gray area too. That's where, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I, I imagine you and I be there competing, and I try some guillotine, and you're like, "Get the fuck off me! That didn't do anything." Okay. And the refs advantage. I get an advantage for trying. Yeah, yeah. Should I have? I, I don't know. Really, I, it's in theory. I should. You, I should only get the advantage if you actually were threatened. Yeah, and I did a tournament one time, and it was dude was dude was good. He could be a lot of tournaments, but I lost. It was like brown belt, and I was on top of the dude the whole time, but I could not pass his guard. He was just like hold me in close guard. How'd you lose? He it, tried to armbar me one time. So an advantage. It was a, it was yeah. a stalemate except for one advantage. For like nine, I couldn't pass his guard though at all because he didn't try anything. Mm. Like he basically went for an armbar. Wonder if he knew it. Wonder if he was doing the yeah. Game he in he it. gamed the system. Good. Yeah, I he mean, did. that's fair. And he he. I mean, he was kind of shitty, but I mean, life, that's... and I was just like, dude, because I'm like waiting on this dude to do something, because that's not my style. You know, like I'm, a, I try to stay active, pass the guard. You know, MMA style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't just lay on your back and hold the guy in your closed guard as tight as you can until the time runs out. Travis, you've had uh, uh, some jujitsu competitions. Yeah, I went. Uh, like eight and one last year. Wow. Good. Okay. Yeah. So you've done well at competing at blue belt. Uh, no, I, that was uh, before I got my blue belt. I oh, actually okay. Didn't even do jujitsu until after I fought MMA. Interesting. Yeah. Like compete. Yeah, I didn't do any jujitsu. No, you mean you didn't? You didn't? Okay. You like, you got? Yeah. You competed. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's cool I think though. That's good. You, you enjoy what 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 is good? What do you mean? Like once you fight, once you break that seal, then start working on special. Well, okay. there's easier. I, but it does help you. Those are the type of reps that help you get. Yeah. It's like wrestling in high school helps you, the competition element. Yeah, but back before, like I used to do jiu-jitsu competitions before I fought, and I would get nervous as hell. I'd be nervous just like a fight, like, oh, man, you know, pressure, pressure, you know. And then once I fought, I was just like, this is a cakewalk. You don't get nervous for the jiu-jitsu. I mean, not as. I'd be like, can't knee me in the face and knock me out. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Not, I'm not about to get blood in. With my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, let's see so you can grapple better, yeah. Travis, what do you enjoy more, competing in jiu-jitsu or fighting MMA? Mm, I'd say MMA, definitely, for sure. Just, I like throwing throwing the hands, you know. I haven't got to do it at 155 yet, but I love love throwing, throwing the hands. So. 
BJ, what do you enjoy more, competing in jiu-jitsu or MMA? MMA. <laughs> I mean, that was a softball question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to ask I mean, him the real like simple to, question. I would like to compete, and I think it's like a – it's a, it's good for guys, definitely, to compete, especially you got them coming up. You know, like you said with the wrestlers, that's one big advantage. If you wrestle – say you wrestled – how many matches you get? Like, if you wrestled from freshman to – A fuckload. They're like, well, I had like – 100. Yeah, four right. on Saturday, and next Saturday I'll have six. Yeah, like, I mean, don't they get like 30-something a year if you're like a starter? Yeah, some I don't know, something, something crazy, like some crazy, yeah. Sounds okay. about right. So, like, if you're a starter and then you got your wrestle-offs on, like, the Wednesdays, I think they do that. Most teams do that, which is a fucking really so cool. So you're competing all the fucking time. You're competing all the time. That's a really cool element to the sport. Of wrestling, I think, that I was like, damn, y'all do that when I found that out? Like, you Did like, they compete that much, you mean? Well, to even be the starter on your team. Oh, okay, that you had to compete for a sp- starting spot. You got to wrestle. Okay. Oh, okay, I see. You say Wednesday is the wrestle off. I'm that's sorry. That's what, that's what, that's what I'm, you know, I'm, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I've heard that too, is that it's like you, you have a couple guys who are partners, maybe they're competing for the 122-pound spot. Every Wednesday, if the backup can somehow beat the starter, he's the starter Saturday. He's the starter Saturday. That's yeah. cool. So you got to stay on your game, and you can't fucking. I bet those matches can heat chill. it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you, <laughs> we're, not, we're not even counting them. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, Something on the line, and there's a crowd. You're right there. You've been, you've done this before. Once you can adapt to, like, the jiu-jitsu game, you know, and for fighting, too. That's why, I like, I, I like the amateur kickboxing. I think people need to get into that more, too, that they can, you know, just to get the – Get the experience, Travis. You want to do that? Uh, I I was gonna do that kickboxing thing, then I got super sick. But uh, now just thinking about it, like I'm rolling in MMA, and just I just want to commit to that. You know what I mean? I you can get, get some it. pretty good round striking in the gym, especially if I want to, you know, turn pro at the at MMA. I just want to focus straight on. That. I think with the young guys too, that's more like the thing where like I like I actually like the controlled rules. More than most people, for young guys, like if you're like, okay, we're going to kickbox, but we're going to wear like shin pads and like, you know, have these little like smokers, you know what I mean? I think that's good. Get a little experience, kind of like Ahmad did, the one he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's a different story if I got a guy and he's like fucking like 18, like, oh, you want to go kickbox, fucking no shin pads, let's let's go. It's, that's rough, dude. You know, people don't, you know, in MMA you can take them down, you know, like, I think that's pretty rough to throw. I, I don't. You know, I'm kind of a disagreement to a lot. A lot of people's like, "Oh, I don't like them. Uh, I don't like them shin pads. I want to. I want to be able. To, you know." And I understand it from a fighter's aspect, but for me, from like a coach's aspect, I'm like, "Okay, we need to let's protect you. Yeah, and let's get some reps in. Let's ease you into this. Well, yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to get in here and get banged up and fucking because that can demoral it demoralize. Yeah, people, yeah, and you know. But on the other side, it's just like I said, like, say you got a guy and he's, like, a good grappler. And he goes in there, you know, and kind of, like, and he's, you know, like, a, say he's, like, an amateur fighter. And he's just taking these motherfuckers down, tapping them out. Let's say they suck. Now, this guy, now he's got to step up. And he's got a guy he can't take down. Now he's got to strike with him. And he's got zero experience actually in there striking yeah. on a stage. Whereas I think that's what's good if you can get the young guys going. I, I like how they do it, like the ISKA, where they got the – I really like it, where they got, like, the the classes, where it's like, okay, you start out with shin pads. It's kind of like amateur boxing. But in kickboxing, 
it's protected. It's about bringing these guys up, you know. And like, I'm not. It's cool. It's almost like a Thai style. Yeah. Well, is it? They have all kinds of rules. They got K one rules. But I, what I mean is, the Thai culture kind of brings people up. I think like that. I think they compete a lot. Is it the Dutch that's more like they beat the fuck out of each other? Yeah, but I mean, even in the like the sport aspect of it. It's kind of like okay, let's let's put our shin pads on. You got to get like four or five fights before you lose these shin pads. Okay, that's good. You got cool. the headgear, you know. Like as far as like bringing up younger guys, uh-huh. you know, if you got a guy starting, he's like sixteen, seventeen, fifteen. You know, he can already be experienced in some fights before he even turns eighteen. And it's kind of like saving their body. You know, I'm not into like the going too hard and destroying like the young bodies. You know, I'm at as a arguably like a interesting little case study because he's got a real good wrestling foundation yeah he does but he's kind of falling in love with the kickboxing and the mma yeah a little too much okay I'm he, like boy you, you keep wrestling should have stuck with the wrestling more well he's he, it's over for him yeah. now because he's it's his, he got hurt and it's his last season because i think he's i think he could stay in school i think he's a third year High school person, but he's he's got. I think he has the credits, credits to, graduate. to graduate, and he just wants to graduate. That was not my situation in high school. I would not shout out to. I, I would be like wrestle again, keep wrestling. Yeah, that's like, what I'm thinking. Yeah, because I think but, as I mean, a sophomore, maybe he placed in state yeah, or something. He, he's trying to like. He's really buying in, but he's a young guy. He's full of this. Yeah, he's gonna get after it. You got to be good. Yeah, he, he'll be good. That's what I mean. He's got he, the foundation and he's got like the scrambles and shit, which I guess is wrestling. Guys, like, in my opinion, I got to like pull the reins on him. I can see that. And be like, no, stupid. Yeah. Well, that's good. That that's what a coach is for. Yeah, he, he'll be trying right? to just do dumb yeah, shit. Absolutely. That's what a coach is for. He was mad about the kickboxing that he had to wear shin pads if and he, the youth kickboxing. And I'm like, mother, they're wearing shin pads too. It's all good, man. You got to wear headgear. So what, dude? You know, like get in here. This is practice. Just active practice here, you know it matters because you're on the stage. You're, you're, but this is just still practice too. Even them fights, you know, like even amateur fights, that's practice, man. Getting think about it like practice. You're just trying to get your time in, get your experience, get in different situations. You ain't got to be fucking it's going a, in here. It's process. He's like, can I elbow? I'm like, no. <laughs> Did he ask you that before? Yeah, he's asking me. Dumb, he's a typical. 17-year-old kid. Yeah, he's got the gusto. He thinks he's invincible, you know? It's like, That's no. cool. Yeah, it's cool. He'd make a good Marine. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's tough. Yeah. He's I mean, they want. that's what they want. That's. What, I mean, it's... Yeah. Would you say how much should join the Marines or no? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'd probably <laughs> say no, you know? Okay. okay. Yeah, just do what you're doing. Yeah. Do he's ready to doing. fight, too. He's ready to go right now. Oh, that's what I mean. I mean, he's like, what, 130? 135, 135. So, I mean, if he, let's say he fought at 135, I, he's a, I think he could do pretty good right now, amateur at 135. Oh, he could do pretty good right That's now. That's what yeah. I mean. Now, I mean, how realistically, what's the best way to do it? Todd did an interesting way because he competed in jujitsu a lot. Yeah. And then he waited till age 20 to make his debut. That wouldn't be bad for a mod, but I, I don't think we'll wait that long. Okay. I don't think he'll, he, he'll lose it before he waits that long. Yeah, he's not going to wait that long. But, I mean, he's good. I mean, he's ready to go. I mean, he could get in there and beat some people's ass right now. Todd's got a hell of a matchup. Yeah. Yeah, he does. That You'll see that? That dude's experienced. Yeah. Six and one, 100 watt. Yeah, pretty strong. Todd's a beast, though. Todd's a savage. Oh, Todd, I wouldn't say Todd's an underdog at all. I, I'm just bad saying. Bad boy. Todd's bad not boy. A, a pushover with fucking anything. No, and he can grapple with anybody. That's, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah. You know, like. 
certainly he, he can. He's a good striker too. He hasn't got to use it necessarily in either of his two MMA fights. And not a, not at a high level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as like a guy that like he, oh, you got a guy in there and he's defending your takedowns and you're forced to strike. Mm. So that's his like hurdle. You know, if he can get in there and do, if he can operate like he operates in the gym. So maybe against Hunter Watt is what you're saying. If Hunter Watt has maybe the wrestling advantage, which realistically, I think Todd, Todd would probably agree. Hunter Watt probably has a wrestling advantage, specifically yeah. the wrestling advantage. So and that would know, be the formula, the recipe for what you're describing, which means Todd needs to fucking let his hands and his head kicks and shit go. You got to. Well, you got, you got to let it go and you got to be able to, you know, operate in that space where you're not like, okay, I'm going to go for a takedown. That's and what I mean, yeah, because if you're a jiu-jitsu it, specialist... And I'm going to go for a takedown, he's going to keep defending takedowns because you're going to lose rounds like that. And, and he knows. This guy's doing his homework, too. There's yeah, so many knows. videos out there, Todd, now. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, yeah that's that's the bad part for Todd right now. They like, both know a lot about each other. Yeah, they're going to know, yeah. Interesting. And, uh, that, and, you know, if you if you look at Todd's shit, uh, you don't want to go to the ground with him. No. I mean, most people. I mean, there might be some people. Oh, I'm sure there. there's some people, but for his weight class... In MMA, there's not many people, right? For people, oh. I'm sure there is in the UFC and shit. There's people who, oh, yeah. are, who would I w- fuck him up I with jiu-jitsu at some as level, far somewhere. As like, if I'm watching Todd's videos, that's right, yeah, that's what I know about him. The only thing I know about him is... He just what, submitted a black belt a few weeks ago. What I can find on video and what I can do researching him. Yep. And see his, go to his Facebook. You like can see he did like go the... Go Instagram, the, see what he did. Do. B2 fighting series, grappling challenge when he was 16 years old. I mean, he's been doing that shit for a while. If I was coaching somebody against Todd, I would definitely be trying to defend against takedowns, getting, get down... Wrestle and fuck him against the cage. Or or try to force him to strike. Get your distance, force him to strike. You know? I don't know what Hunter... I, re, I need to watch more of Hunter Watt. I saying. know when he went against James Martin. James Martin is like a jiu-jitsu black belt. Hunter Watt, like, uh, dirty boxed a little bit, but really he was doing, like, almost Greco cage work type stuff. Nullifying and the takedown? He won. Yeah, yeah. He beat James Martin. That was. I just mean from, like, we know that Todd can get down, right? That he can throw hands. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. But I'm saying on the outside. True. We in. haven't seen it. You're right. There's probably. The, on the outside, he did one kickboxing On match. the outside looking in, you're going to be like, mm, this is the route to beat this I guy. see. Okay. You Sounds know, like I, an exciting fight. If I was a coach. Definitely want to test that before you test his grappling. That's what I'm saying. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he hasn't had the real experience. Um, any other local somewhat matchups or anything you guys are interested in? April. Uh, Rooster lost. That was a bummer. Rooster lost on Saturday. I'm shocked. Yesterday. <laughs> Do you know that nobody he has beat has had a single MMA victory? Did you look at his topology? You can see that. I haven't, how, but how I've seen lose? other people like that. He, he lost first round TKO, I think. Yeah, it was like 20 seconds or something. Yeah, he didn't. What an interesting well, situation. Kinda, you know what what the, the fuck? It was kind of fucked up on their part, I feel like. Why? Because they wrote that post? No, on the promotions part. Because they put him against a badass? He fought a real fucking good guy for a title. <laughs> you could look at them and tell. Why would you do that? You know, I mean, I understand. Like, he must be buddies with them. They were just like, you want this title? That, that's Rowdy what your buddy Mr. does for you, then. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I, I think the buddy was the... Oh, okay. The other guy's buddy was the promoter. He wanted to beat the fuck out. Okay. And yeah. We want to see Rooster get beat up because Rooster acts a fool and Rooster hurts people. Oh, my God. People hate him. They do hurt him, hate him because, you know what? He does dumb shit. Like that picture he posted with holding the belt. They let him hold the belt before the fight, and he posts a picture holding the belt. My people on there are like, congratulations. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's just that's uncouth on his part. He backed down from Daryl Ray. You guys he did? Know that? Yeah. He, he said, backed down he showed, from the Daryl Ray kickboxing match. Yep. Damn. I don't blame him. I think Daryl Ray would beat him up. 
But striking is certainly more conventional, at least punches. Yeah, but I mean, he kind of did the same thing. Daryl Ray did the same thing in his last fight, too. Yeah. He got cracked one good time was like, not for me. Well, that it's wasn't actually. His last fight was the Will Owens fight. Oh, he it was? Yeah, he, he got guillotined. Standing guillotine oh, and he yeah, went out. yeah, yeah, yeah. He went out. <laughs> He's, well, he, he, he had a lot of that's some flair there. Daryl yeah, Ray? Yeah. Interesting guy. He is an interesting character. He's Wait. Rooster's just as interesting though. Yeah, Who's, I mean Rooster's bigger. Rooster might actually be on crack. I don't oh, think Daryl Ray is. I don't think so anymore. Anymore. Dar- I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say Daryl Ray's never smoked crack. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That would be a very du- that would be probably, a very dumb he's thing. Probably to cur- say. like you're saying like current <laughs> crack addict. Yeah, yeah. I think Rooster might be some. I, some, sometimes I wonder, and I always wondered about Daryl too back in the day, you know. And like Daryl, like once I like got to know Daryl a little better, it was like, damn, it's this guy. <laughs> I always wondered, like, is it real? Is the character real? It is. I mean, I don't know. From what I found with Daryl, though, I don't know. It's it's a, it's an enigma. Yeah. And what I've found with Daryl is like I think the character is real. Okay. He really believes everything he says. Okay. And he says crazy shit, right? You know. But Rooster, I st- I'm still where there with like, is it a joke? No, Rooster thinks he's like going to be signed to the UFC. Rooster's, I honestly think he believes that. He declined an interview request for me because he said it would make him look bad. He's been in talks with the UFC. He, uh, I, maybe he's lying. I don't know. But That's why would correct? Right yeah, there. why that's would he be saying that? Voice. No, but what I'm saying is... Why like, would he say that? That's what, what I mean. How does that make him look For good? me, it's like when I see these people and they do this stuff, I feel like it has to... Be, I feel like he's really... If he's playing, it's very fucking smart. <laughs> you know, it's like this dude's intelligent. He's like trolling all Way smarter all than anyone yeah, else. Like, he's like looking like a regular dude. He's like, let me take my fight picture. <laughs> oh, Rooster. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Fowler's hung out with him quite a bit. And he said it's fucking... It's real. Shout I, out Ben too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he Ben's a good guy. Like, he always looks like that. Like that's his real look. You know, I don't know. I won't speak for Ben on that. I don't know. I. It seems like he is. <laughs> if you follow his page, it's pretty funny. He got the one girlfriend, his one opponent. He started dating his opponent's mom. Real trashy lady. Then Rooster started dating his opponent's mom. Yep. Then Fucking someone that Rooster now beat. Respect now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Then they had a horrible breakup. She got his phone, posted all sorts of fucked up shit. It was awesome. I've seen where she posted his porn. That he was into like family family uh, yeah, incest like, porn and stuff on his- She posted like the porn he did watch. Yeah. But it was like stepmom shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is like, dude, that shit is prevalent. I don't know if you guys have been on Pornhub. That's pretty fucking run of the I've seen porn. some numbers. <laughs> different countries have different uh, most popular searches, but one of the most common ones through all cultures is- like stepmom. That's what I'm stuff. saying. When yeah, she yeah. put when she posted his porn, I was like, "This is just a regular fucking guy here." I wasn't like, yeah, judging him. I was like, "What a bitch!" You but know, it was nobody fu- wants their fucking porn history. <laughs> searched, <you know? laughs> it was funny that it was posted though. I, I enjoyed mean, it. I enjoyed I mean, reading it. Come on, like porn like itself is just like kind of fucked up. You know, like the titles. Like it's like tiny teen. Like no, she's eighteen. Okay, yeah. But yeah. like that shit's prevalent as a motherfucker. You know, people cl- saying, apparently people click on it. I'm not saying I do, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. like it's. Pretty There's funny. a reason that it's always. It's, you know, like if you're clicking on a video, it might be like Riley Reed getting drilled out, but it says stepmom gets drilled by plumber. 
Mm-hmm. That doesn't really necessarily mean you're into like the stepmom shit. I mean, I never had a stepmom. I don't know. You know, the people must be into this shit. Apparently, I don't know. It's hard, but nobody wants that shit thrown out there, right? No. That seems like a violation of privacy to me. Yeah, you think? Well, you you're you saying suggesting the rooster should take legal action? I think that's fucked up. The rooster threatened me with legal action because I made a Daryl Ray versus Rooster poster about a year ago. Yeah. And he said that he talked to Hard Rock and that they were going to sue me. V2's and I was messaging with Hard Rock because he he's one. He's one of the, like the fucking main draws for the B2 fighting series. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. You know, I do know why. Everybody criticizes it, but then like Chance was like, "Oh yeah, I'll set one up. Everybody I'll do it." Does. Yeah, everybody, everybody does. But like, oh, like, a train wreck on my show. Yeah, People you, will at least be watching. It's better than a boring as fuck show. Well, you remember the Daryl Ray versus Damon Miller? That was the biggest hyped fight ever. Fuck, dude, that was like I was there too. <laughs> everybody, I was there too, and I think I fucking like walked out or something. Or no, I did like no. Yeah, I did. I only got to see like the replay. That was Damian Miller's highlight of his life. That was his too, and, but like everybody, I mean, it was fucking like because he got a knockout. Everybody was Damien. Yes, Damien's pretty decent though. No, he is. I mean, he trained at a legit gym for a while, mm-hmm. and I've seen him like get down. Yeah, Damien can get down. I agree. I mean, but like, but but still, that was a big spotlight for him to be the guy to knock out. My one of my favorite pre-fight uh, antics there was Daryl Ray threatened to, to punch Damien's wife who was pregnant before the fight. <clears throat> That was a good one. I'll never forget that one. Then Daryl Ray said, I didn't, my bad, I didn't realize she was pregnant. I wouldn't have said it if I knew she was pregnant. Like, punching his wife was no big deal if she yeah, wasn't Yeah, but pregnant. like, he kind of like. It was that, the worst that, shit that, that, was, that was like fucking, that's what I mean. Like, the freak show shit. You know what I mean? Like, I say that shit's weird to me. Just same thing with like the Rowdy Rooster thing. And they're trying to book him against this guy that's fucking legit. And then he's knocking him out. I say I don't like it, but still, there's a part of you when the Daryl Ray and like the Damien thing. You were I still was, there watching. I had to be there. <laughs> I was like, you could have charged me a hundred dollars for a ticket. And I would have bought. It, you you know? can watch the the video for Damien Miller versus versus uh, Daryl Ray, and it's got like a bunch of super legit martial artists standing up, like, oh, there they are, and Daryl comes out with his nunchucks, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. just the craziest shit. It was fucking. It was like fucking Judge Judy. Or Train you, had, you had to yeah, watch it though. Uh, Maury and then Daryl got hit, and he fucking he kind of tapped. Yeah, he went when down, he went down. Like, he he got hit one time. Was like, I don't want to. And then he tried to make up stories, like he got like he said he just caught me. Everybody gets caught. Yeah, but then he what is the other one that he said he threw a couple of only fights. He lost oh, he me. has. Yeah, he has. He has said that he said <laughs> he's been involved with throwing some fights. <laughs> That's his losses. He would never legitimately lose, but he lo- he has also said he loved Damien so much he let him win. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and also, he said, um, <laughs> Damien got his jaw broke by someone. Maybe Trey, Trey Wills. Wills yeah. yeah, Trey Wills broke yeah, Damien's jaw they was five down. years that ago. That was a good fight. Yeah, I was there. Um, Trey gets down too. Trey doesn't fuck around. Yeah. Trey likes to fight. Uh, he broke his jaw. Daryl comments on one of Damien's posts like, I don't know why you're talking all this shit about me when you, um, when you, went, when you went to the hospital because Trey broke your jaw. I went and visited you, and I and he put this in the comments, and I bought a bunch of your Percocets off you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the that. comments. That was he, a good one. And it was a whole, like, fucking... Like, he was saying that, like, how could you say this after I bought Percocets from you while you were in the hospital? Like, that's help, like a... a that's, I helped you, yeah. Yeah, the Percs are good. They're fun. 
They are. I could see how you could get addicted to them. I've had a couple surgeries. Bisectomy. They popped you. They gave you a little script. And you yep. Like, One of them, when I was in a car wreck, I was in a car that flipped real bad. I could have went into the physical therapy every week for the rest of my life, and I think, and just kept getting the scripts. Oh, yeah. They'll keep doing it. Well, yeah. I have a good doctor, actually. One time I got I hurt my back training. And he you just like, got to find the right one then. And he was like, uh, see, I'm older now. I was like 25, 26. And like he gave me a, like a script, and I was like, damn, you know. Can I get some more of those? Well, no. I was just like, I, I like kind of weaned it off myself. I was like, I don't want no more of them. I could feel it, you know, like I like these a lot. Yeah. So when I went in, I was like, I don't want no more pain pills. And he was like, I wasn't going to give them to you anyway. You're too young to be doing that well, shit. Well, that's a good doctor. And I was like, cool. You know, that's what I thought, like, cool. But, you know, like, far as, like, the old people are concerned, they just feed them motherfuckers. But, but even if you're young, if you go to the right person, this lady who was writing me the script seemed like she was on crack. Yeah, or some like, medication or something. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you need this. You need a stool softener if you're taking those. I'll write this. She's yeah, just writing saying, me scripts yeah. at a physical therapy office. I think they backed off on a little bit. This was approximately 2016. I've heard they backed off a little bit. Where they're, okay. getting a little, they're getting a little more conscious of... But if you're old... Mm-hmm. You mean getting ready to die? I mean, like, oh, like, if you're, like, 60, 70, they'll fucking just hook you up. Okay. They don't give a fuck. You know, like, ride that shit out in bliss, you know? That's who's got all the 60, 70, though? I mean, what point? Because you, if you're 60, you got you could have 30, you saw it 30. No, but 30, I'm just 30. saying, as far as the doctors are concerned, you got some pain. They're going to... They're, they're, they're more liberal with it to the yeah, older people. Yeah, fuck yeah. They're going to give... I know, like, Oxycontin is for, in large part, uh, end-stage cancer patients, that yeah, type of stuff. That should be. Yeah, I'm but fine like, with that. I knew a guy that used to fucking get, like, the fucking... Uh, what's the ones that were real hot? The 30s. Oxycontin 30s. Yeah, maybe it was that. I'm, I'm thinking of 80s a different were big. name. What's I'm it? Thinking of a different name. These were like the shit, though. Percocet. Back in the day, nah. hydrocodone. Opana. Huh? Opana. Nah, the, I'm trying to think. It, it might have been the uh, Vicodin, Oxycontin, but it was the 30s. It was the big, the 30s. Were Oxycontin like, was the strongest thing. They ever. were hot on the street. This motherfucker was getting like he told me the script he was getting, and it was like, dude, that's like fucking malpractice. You know, like if he was to tell. Like, if a normal person was to take, like, a 30, mm-hmm. you're talking, like, dude, you're how day. Like, you oh, cut yeah. that thing up. You know, that's a lot. But once you develop a tolerance, which over get, time, you get a tolerance pretty like quick. four a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the street value, he was even, like, turning around and selling them. But, like, the street value was insane. Yep. Like they were worth you could sell those. If it's a 40 milligram, you could sell for 40 bucks on the street. And that was back when I was they were around worth, at 1999. They were worth, like, $30. It was like it's about the same yeah. for the milligram if it's and, an oxycontin. Uh, and yeah, and I'm sometimes you like, can get double that if someone's strong. And out. I'm thinking you're like it was like 120 dollars a day or something. It was like four a day that, that, that he got on I mean, his script. I'm like, dude, you're getting this, and he was getting like cherry deals for like you know per script. But I'm just thinking like street value, dude. You can make a hell of a living. He probably knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew because he's get he got rid of them, you know. And then they, they go around, you know, like I, I was in doctor one time, there's an old lady next to me and she was like, I'm, which, like I said, I got a good doctor, but I heard her talking to him about the pain pills, which is probably, they need to work on that. Cause I could hear right. I was waiting. You could hear their, I could hear their conversation. Pretty unprofessional conversation. Yeah. And I was like, damn, man, they hearing my shit in here. <laughs> but, uh, like he got my finger in his, you know, but, uh, <laughs> what's that? I just do that for fun. When I go to the doctor, I'm like, check it again. <laughs> I don't think he was thorough, but, uh. Anyways, you, but you hope no one would see I, it. Or hear you, me. Yeah, you don't need like, oh, them to hear that voice. Yeah, you know, they know what's happening to me. You got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, but I heard her next next door, and she was like, 
I'm saying something about that. And he was like, I can't give you that mess. You know, oh, okay. You, you already get that from another doctor. So she's like doctor shopping, you know. So I think they keep that a little tighter than they used to. That's good. Because they used to not do that. That'll shit. fuck your life up. I've had some friends who. They used to go around and you'd be getting like, you could like dude, talk about dude with the script. He'd have like four of them scripts and then he'd be. Rich. Or have a solid income. Income or unless you're a drug abuser, then you're just fucking drug addict. And you're Complete junkie. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they'll set you right and up. And then maybe they, they, they tighten the laws then. Next thing you know, you're like, ah, I'll try some black tar heroin. And well, you're on heroin. They say that's what happened to people. Yeah. They say that's what it is. I mean, I, I guess I can believe it. You, you get hooked on them uh, opiates. <laughs> I've never gotten that far with them. Well, I'm saying. But like, I say, do see where if you, you take them, the Vicodins. Say you're down to 100 It gets say, to where it's kind of fun to take say them. Say you're $100 a day, which is probably easy. Oh, yeah. If you get hooked. Oh, yeah. You know, if you're buying them off the street. And then you're like, okay, you can do, you can buy fifteen dollars worth of heroin. They can make it through your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuckers got to live. You know, you're paying five hundred, seven hundred dollars a week. That's all the fucking money people make at their jobs and shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's all your money. It's good that we're covering heroin addiction. I like to get off on a one. No, it's good. That's the beauty of podcasting. In all seriousness, Travis, I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, If someone's if some so your future plan you're gonna go pro any idea when that would be um i got a fight lined up in texas a month from now march 25th you going there with him bj i want to i gotta see what the wife's done okay so uh but he's got ben he's been working with ben fowler too okay so. yeah. shout out ben fowler i know he'll be took care of yeah he's a corner man stuff too um but go get that guy and then uh line something else up quick probably probably take him down submit him real quick get it get something Lined up. I watch his fights. I don't think his grappling's there at all. Though okay. I do want to, I do want to strike. But if I can go in there and submit someone again in a minute and a half less, and get another fight in four weeks, and get this going and get more comfortable, then uh, yeah, I'd like to turn pro at the end of the year and get about probably three, four more fights before then, and uh, take off again next year. Okay, that's not bad either for like like he's saying because like you know Travis can strike. Oh yeah. Well, I know Travis can strike, and then you go in there and like I said, just the same thing with like Todd. You can actually fuck people because they don't know. They're watching your videos and they're yeah. seeing you take down everybody, tap them out. They're like, I don't, I'm arguably as good or better. At I'm gonna I mean, strike this guy. I'm gonna yeah. strike with this. They guy. don't know. Yeah. You know, it gives you a lot of advantages too. I've had fights where people have took me down or like tripped me, caught a kick, and I hit the ground on my back. You're like, and they just walk away. Oh, okay. Let him get up. I don't want to grapple with him. And I'm thinking like, dude, you could have held me down. Yeah. You know, I can't, you could have held me down for the last fucking, there was 35 seconds left in this round. You could have won that But it's because they've seen your tape. They've seen the tape and they thought they, they, I would submit them. Works out good for you. That's, I, I watched the tape on my two guys and I was like, oh yeah, I can, Dakota Currency lost rear naked choke his first one. I was like, okay, I'm a back taker anyway. Like, you're yeah. going to get choked. And then, uh, I saw uh, Jackie, he, he throws the same kick, you know what I mean? He throws it as hard as he can, and I'm pretty good at catching kicks, so I figured I was going to catch it, take him, and then uh, I didn't think I was going to get flipped over in armbar. I thought I was going to head arm him, to be honest, but uh, yeah, flipped it over, armbarred him. I love it. Uh, so, do you have any anything you'd like to mention before we wrap up the episode? You got any social medias you like to promote or anything? Yeah, um, Instagram. T underscore HUD fifteen fifteen. Uh, I guess Facebook Travis Hudson. Uh, yeah. Any sponsors? Yeah, I got a uh, William Co. Uh, Co. Construction. My buddy Trey. Uh, yeah, hook me up. Trey, the one we talked about earlier. Yeah, Trey Wright. 
He's uh, got like a little financial thing he does and group. And oh, what's he doing? Uh, I think he sells loans. Or okay. Something. Wow. Okay. I'm not sh- exactly sure what it Loan is. Loan officer, cool. I probably should since it's my sponsor, but uh, regardless, <laughs> hit up Trey. Yeah, yeah. Hit and he did. Trey. Used to train. He's he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he played football. He was a football. Star. Okay, but he trained with us, right? Yeah, he trained yeah. today. Trained today. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, the yeah. guy. No, no, Trey no. Trey. He's doing that. Guy does whole life insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does life life insurance Something. and different types of life, uh, uh, different types of insurance. Yeah. That's yeah. true, right? Yep. Yeah. yep. The guy who was there today who played football. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's a hoss, too. He is, man. You roll with him and you're like, he's exactly. He'll be good. You can tell that there's like structurally, like, once there's get, something once going he, on here. Once he gets his like groove and understands like when to use his power, because uh-huh. he's one of them guys right now where he's just using his power the whole time. Yeah. You'll be rolling with him and feeling like shaking. Like, yeah. Uh, like he's gripping you and you're like, yeah, you got to try to teach him, you know, you got to explode. Relax, explode, relax. That's that's the, the the grappling. Use your power, then relax. Use your power, then relax. You know, that's kind of like the grappling, speed, wrestling, and jujitsu. You know, sure, angles, and just no way. But that's all shit you got to get. Your body learns, even if you're not thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, and you got to get it. it takes just reps. Time. Yeah. It takes time. You know, you can't just expect somebody to be smooth with their jujitsu off the bat. Oh know? yeah, if if you if you did, then. There wouldn't be, be any like, beauty to it. I'd be like, holy fuck, this yeah. guy's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just started. I've seen a couple people where you're like, eh, you're pretty fucking good. Yeah, there's different levels of starting and starting points. Like, and people are just, what do you call it? Trey, that guy we were just talking about, roll with him, he's fucking squeezing the shit out of me. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. I'd have to wait and like try to see if I can wiggle yeah, out and shit. But, but, but if he was, that shit matters. I mean, that does. It, at least to have that in your arsenal as a part of your game. Like I felt like at first, like when I first started. Like, no, I think that's how you are. Yeah, yeah, you can use that. But then the better you get, you use it in different ways. They're more effective. People have like a aptitude to, you know, like some people pick up on shit real good. When you need to, you're like, okay, I can fucking hold them here for a second while I'm doing this. Yeah, and then boom, let me explode. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that shit matters. I mean, that's a lot of, like, guard. Yeah. It's just like, all right, I'm going to put a lot of pressure on you this way. You won't be able to deal with it, and then some shit you'll do to me is uh, yeah. arm bar or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, BJ and Travis, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. That's fine. Sure. Um, one more thing. Can I oh, yeah. One more thing? Yes, just sir. Shout out to all my training partners, all my people that's, you know, helping me. Get better every day. Trevor. Yeah, Lingo, I was going to say, should we I mean, try to Graham, list, list some of them? Okay. Todd, Torian, everybody that's Donnie, Will, you know, Ben, BJ, and Isaiah, like everybody that's that's here. I would not be. Uh, it's a cool community. Yeah, it's uh, it's a brotherhood, definitely. You get a, a, a special type of bond. I, I've heard it's somewhat similar to being like in the military with yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that probably like filled a yeah, spot of like, you know probably. what I'm saying? Because... I don't have like my family's not super big or anything like that. So these guys, I mean, you're that's my family for real. That definitely is a, is a thing because you get like you know it's not it's not like fucking war, of course. Yeah, you're not trying but to. You hurt definitely each other. can get a trauma bond because it's a dangerous motherfucking sport. And you're in there training for some wild ass shit, and you're like, holy fuck, we're going here about to do this shit, you know? Blood, sweat, tears. Yeah, tears, yeah, definitely can thing. get you going. Yeah, sure. but you would see see that as being similar to your bond with your for, your. Fellow Marines. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just embracing the suck. You know what I'm saying? Embracing the suck of what the. And you know you got each other's back, really. Yeah. Plus, you're. I mean, there's not many people I like hit me in the face that like. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's okay if you guys do it, but fuck everybody else. (laughs) No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to mutually get each other better and improve. So, very cool. Sure. All right. Well, I appreciate everyone tuning in.
Of course, we'll have another episode out soon. Thank you.